Hey friends, happy Friday. Welcome to Healing the Broken Minds podcast. This is the last episode of 2022. And this morning, I just want to leave you with some encouraging words to end the year with. I want to give you a few new affirmations. And then I want to share with you some of the ideas that I have coming up for uh, the next season, 2023 of Healing the Broken Minds podcast. So let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to Healing the Broken Minds podcast. I'm your host, Elder Q. Let's get started. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Okay, friends, I'm going to jump right into it this morning. But before I go any further, I want to first just thank God for you. I thank God for you who choose to listen to this podcast. You can listen to any podcast you want. You have an array of selections to choose from. And yet time after time, many of you turn to healing the broken minds podcast. And I just want you to know that it is, it is not unnoticed. I really, really appreciate all of the people that listen to me. I, I take it. I very humbly I'm grateful for those who even reach out to me when they haven't heard from me in a while and they wonder what's going on. It lets me know that there is something that God has given me to say that has helped someone. And it is truly a blessing. This year has been a year of trials and tribulations for me personally. So you, I have been missing a few weeks here and there and I promise you that I'm gonna I am going to do better in 2023. Um, but I thank you for sticking with me, hanging in there with me, and reaching now. If you don't hear me on the podcast, please, please go to social media, look me up on Facebook on the Healing of Broken Minds, look me up on Instagram. I have something on both of those platform. So if you don't hear me making a podcast, I'm going to post something encouraging, something that is going to bless you. Um, just pray for me when you don't hear hear me. That means that I'm, I'm just in a situation where I'm unable to get to the get to do my podcast like I want to, because believe me, my heart is with you. And I am constantly praying for you, my listeners, because I know that the majority of people that do listen to me are going through a healing journey, whether it be mental illness, physical illness, or uh, spiritual illness, whatever it is. And that is such a thing. Um, I know that you look to be encouraged. So keep that in mind. When you don't hear from me, please know that I'm still praying for you. Okay, let's get into our topic. Okay, I want to share with you um, something that has truly blessed me through this year and some of the trials and tribulations (laughs) that I've experienced over the course of this year. And as we end the year, I want to truly leave you with what has been encouraging me and blessing me and helping me to pull through some of the tough times, some of the dark places that I've been in this year. 
I've been meditating on one particular psalm. And it's not all the time, but when I'm in my darkest place, oh God, I feel you now. And especially, this is one of the psalms that I, I, I discovered when I was in the pits of anxiety and wanted to just end my life. This psalm, God, God showed, directed me to this psalm. And today, as we end 2022, going into a new dimension, a new season, I want to share with you what has blessed me. And it's Psalm 18. And I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, not going to read the entire psalm because it's, it's over 50 verses. But I'm going to read verses 1 through 6. And I'm going to read verses 16 through 19. And it kind of highlights what I want to share with you. So be patient with me this morning because I truly want to bless you this morning. And it reads, this is the NLT version. Um, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped me, wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path, but in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies. From those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress. But the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. Let me tell you. Reading those words. And you have to read the entire psalm to really get. The gist of what God is saying to us in this psalm. It's a portion of that psalm that says, when I cried out to him and I seek his help, he was so moved by my tears that he became angry at what it was that was distressing me. And he came down from heaven just to rescue me. I want to speak to you. That person that feels like they're at the bottom, they feel like this year has dragged them through the mud, has put them at the bottom, and they feel like they're climbing their way, trying to get out of a barrel, a deep pit. I promise you that God hears your cry and your cry affects him in such a way. That it angers him that you're hurting. Ooh. It angers him that you're hurting. And because he's moved in such a way, he will pull you out. 
of what you're going through. He's going to pull you out of the darkness. And sometimes we, we go through darkness more than one time. A lot of times we think that our dark times are only just one particular time and then we're never going to go through darkness again. But you will experience dark places, dark times in your life. That's just life. But you can rest in the fact that the guy we serve hears your cry and will pull you out of the pits of darkness. Whatever pit you're in, whatever darkness you're in, God will pull you out of it. He hears your cry, your distress, your anguish. It moves God. It touches him. The, the scriptures tell us that we don't have a high priest. We have not. That's the King James Version. A high priest who does not understand our infirmities. What does that mean? We don't serve a God that has no clue of what we're going through. We serve a God that has had the audacity to come and walk in the flesh that we live in and therefore experience what we're going through yet without sin. But he knows how it feels to be in this body. He understands what it's like to walk in the world and interact with others on a day-to-day -day basis. He understands problems and circumstances. He understands the things that you go through that you think he, nobody else gets. He gets it. Not only because he's walked in this flesh, but because he created you. The, the, we, we know that even before we were placed in our parents, our mother's wombs, God knew us. He understand nothing you're experiencing is a surprise to him. So, so what does that tell you? It tells you that he has you. He's guiding you. I, I, I'm not telling you that he, even things that doesn't make sense to you, God cares about. Even situations that you feel like are unfair, God cares about that. Don't ever dismiss his ability to sympathize or empathize with you. God will bring you through. It's so much I can say, but I just want you to end this year knowing that you can trust God. A lot of times, when we're, we're dealing with mental illness and just any type of situation, we feel like we can't turn to others. We can't trust them with our deepest fears or our, our, our inner, our vulnerabilities is what I'm trying to get to. We feel like we can't trust, trust other people to see us in our weakest state. And a lot of times you can't. But you can turn to God. And what's so awesome about turning to God, he doesn't, you don't have to have an audience. You can be alone with him. You can seek him in your safe space. Please, if you don't take anything away from this podcast today, please know that you can turn to God and recognize the fact that he will hear you. It says, in my distress, I called on the Lord. And he heard me. And friends, I want to tell you that when I was in that dark place, 
And I just felt like I wanted to end it all. I was sitting at my kitchen table. And I will never forget. I just felt a feeling of complete helplessness. How how could I be experiencing what I was experiencing? I, I just didn't understand. I loved God. I trusted God. Why was this happening to me? And I just remember, I didn't know how to pray. I just cried. And my prayer was, God, just help me. Please help me. And it wasn't at that very moment. But it was because I just I just sobbed at that place. I, I didn't know what else to do. But that song dropped in my spirit. And I'm thinking, I, I don't know how this is going to help me, but nothing else is working. And I turned to that song and just I read it. I remember feeling the impression that I needed to read it out loud. And I began reading it out loud. The entire song, when you. When you read it, you understand it's so much in there. And what I got out of it was basically this. I hear you. I hear you. And I'm not ignoring your cries. Oh, God, I know somebody needs to hear this tonight, this morning. I mean, God hears you. He's not ignoring you. And upon one verse in there says, I will set you in a large place, in a safe place. It's almost and an, what it was, what is what is implying is that I will place you where you won't slip. You know, I, I will enlarge the floor under you so you won't even fall. That's the kind of power that God has to intervene with what you're dealing with. I will I will extend the the road you on so it won't feel like you're gonna lose control. Oh God, we serve an awesome God, y'all. And I want to encourage you today that God hears your cry. And as you end this year, please know that God's got you. He's got you. He's holding you. And no matter what you're going through, He will rescue you. He's your shield. He's your safe place. He's your protection. He is your healer. God's got you. God's got you. Okay, friends, I pray that you were encouraged. But before we go this morning, I want to leave you with three affirmations that I speak every morning and not just me, but my children say these three affirmations every morning without fail. It's a part of our routine. It because it is one of those things that's like our, our father prayers. We can, we can, we say it so much that it comes automatically. Our routine is I get in a car, we pray. I say a prayer or I let one of my sons pray. And then we repeat these affirmations. And I want you to develop a habit of speaking positive affirmations over your life every single day. These are the three that we use. And I hope you add these to the ones that you already have. The first one is, I'm smart. I can do this. 
I want them to know that they're capable of doing whatever is set before them when they enter that classroom. So I, 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 I make them say that. I'm smart. I can do this. And I want them to say it so much that they're convinced of what they're saying. I'm smart. I can do this. And we have to go to work, right? A lot of us have jobs. We want to be able to do whatever task is put before us. And we want to be confident enough to know that we can do it. So it's okay for you to speak this over yourself. I'm smart. I can do this. And then after that, we say, I'm more than enough. I'm more than enough. Because whatever God created is good enough. And not just good enough, it's more than enough. God always gives us more than what we need to accomplish our task. And lastly, we say, I'm great and I will do great things. I'm great and I will do great things. And you know, my other favorite, today is going to be a great day. I say that one too. But this is a, these are affirmations that I repeat every day on my way to work. Kids on the way to school. These are things. Give your kids affirmations to say every morning. They don't have to have three, but they can have one affirmation that they say every morning that get, helps to build their confidence and give them courage to get through that day. Um, get in the habit of creating affirmations, positive affirmations that helps to build their character. And um, send them out in the day, in the world with a, a sense of confidence of who they are. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So cause them to think positive thoughts about themselves. Um, I want to let you know that uh, 2023, we're going to do a few different things on the podcast. But um, they're going to be... Simple changes, but noticeable changes. Um, I can't go through all of it on this podcast episode, but um, just look to 2023 to be slightly different um, than it is now. But the same encouragement, same affirmations, just probably in a little different um, arrangement. Um, before I leave you, I want to tell you. What God has given me for 2023. I believe 2023 is going to be the year of the triple threat. When it comes to the kingdom of God and his people. And um, I was talking about this in prayer with some of my uh, intercessory team members. And we were talking about 2023. And uh, when it came to me. And we were talking about 2020. uh the triple threat. And as I was praying about what to say on a podcast today, God dropped in my spirit. The triple threat is prayer, praise, and worship. And my pastor actually preached about this. I think it was Sunday, but it's not that it's something new, but it's almost like this year in 2023, the people of God are going to have to use the weapons that they already have. We already are equipped to do what it is that's necessary. But this world, it has become so chaotic. The people of God are going to have to step out on faith and walk and use the tools that God has already given us. And 
I mean, I felt that in my spirit so strongly, that triple threat. And I'm not sure if my pastor called it that or not, but he could have. But that triple threat, prayer, praise, and worship, I know he did talk about that. We have to, have to use those weapons. We cannot affect the kingdom of darkness being um, quiet and being uh, hiding in the backgrounds. We have to be bold. And we have to use the tools that God has given us. So I'm telling you that this year coming up, gird your loins and prepare yourself to use the three tools in your arsenal. Use what you already have and allow God to use you. Allow God to use you. That's the only way we're going to affect the kingdom of darkness is by counteracting the darkness with light. And that is through the word of God and the help of the Holy Spirit. Okay, friends, that's it for this morning. I just pray God's blessings upon you. I pray healing. I pray peace over you. I pray calm in your atmosphere. I pray deliverance in your life. I pray freedom. I pray that the walls of hindrance will break down in your life. I pray that God will pour out many, many blessings upon you. I pray that this year will end in a positive way for you. And I declare that next year will be even better. That as you go into the new season, the new realm of the spirit in 2023, that you will go greater and deeper in God. That your healing process will come to an end. That you will be healed. That you will be set free and delivered and begin to live your life with happiness and joy. I pray that anxiety and depression will break off of you in the name of Jesus. Friends, I love you and I will continue to pray for you. And I continue to ask God to heal your broken mind. Love you, friends. Happy Friday. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays and have a happy new year. I'll see you in 2023. Hey friends, have you accepted the Lord Jesus as your personal savior? If you haven't, now's the time for you to accept him. Just repeat this simple prayer after me. God, I believe that your son Jesus came And he died on the cross for me and my sins and the sins of the whole world. Father, I repent of anything that I've done that may not have been pleasing in your sight. Come into my heart, Father. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit and help me to live a life that's pleasing to you. Now I just ask that you find a good Bible-based church and get sit on a good teaching and be taught how to be a disciple of Christ. That's all it is. It's not a complicated way of life. It's a way that pleases God. And it's a way that allows you to enjoy life more fully. Because now you're free. Christ is freedom. Remember that. Jesus Christ equals freedom. God says whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Now that you're free, go live. Live a life of freedom. 
God bless you, friends. God loves you, and so do I.